Welcome to another episode of Spirit Talks with Natalie Brown. Spirit Talks is all about conscious conversations to awaken and enlighten. It was born from a desire to bring together a conscious community and create opportunities for deeper connection and real conversations. This platform is for inspiring heart leaders, guardians of the earth, and conscious entrepreneurs sharing the spirit of all things, their divine wisdom, revolutionary ideas, inventions, modalities, and channelings to bridge the gap between our world and the spiritual world in order to shift the consciousness of humanity. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Spirit Talks. I am joined today by Rach Williams, and she is my guest speaker today. And we're going to be talking about breathwork today. Um, it's something that I'm really passionate about. It's something that I, it's a tool, a practice that I do myself. And um, Rach has got quite a story to share around her journey and her experience with breathwork. And I was so happy to hear that she wanted to share her story with me today. So welcome, Rach, to this talk today. Thank you so much for inviting me and having me in this forum. I'm, yeah, very, very grateful. Mm, you're welcome. So tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? Where are you based? Where are you from? What's your story? Okay. Oh, this is a long story. I'm going to have to <laughs> try and condense it. <laughs> Before um, we, let's talk about what you do in um, your day job first so people yes. can understand where you're coming from. And then we'll dive deeper into the breathwork story yes. in a minute. I, I live on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. So just over the, the border from you guys. Um, so I'm a registered nurse. I've been a registered nurse for about 20, oh, 21 years now. And I work in coronary care. So the cardiac unit. And I've been in cardiac probably for the good last 15 years. And um, I also do facilitation with students and also I um, teach at the university as well so I teach the nursing students like clinical skills in first second and third year and that's my other um, passion and, and things as well so I've kind of got the do the clinical side of things at bedside but also doing uh, a bit of teaching and educating and things as well so um, yeah I've been educating probably for about five five years now and mm. it's definitely something that I would yeah like to probably pursue a little bit more of and things like that because I just I just find it so um, fulfilling and to be able to you know teach the the new generation of nurses that are coming through their clinical skills so then they can make a difference you know, mm. in other people's lives. Yeah, it is so important, especially for our nurses. I actually work as clients, I work with quite a few nurses yeah. um, because it's the empaths, it's the sensitives, you know, yeah. those are the women and men that go into that kind of profession. And you are there for a reason, you know, mm. to bring your empathy, your, your sympathy, well, not so much sympathy, but more empathy. Mm your sensitivity to those places and you know having someone like you Rach in that environment in that work environment supporting yeah. our nurses is an incredible a, a beautiful um, space to be as well in the work that you're doing so well done Thank you. And, I, and I feel like your work probably translates not just to nurses but to everybody mm. right so I've seen some of the stuff that you're doing and I definitely feel that there's a lot of people that can relate to that. And there's always golden nuggets in, in everything and all our stories 
and our work that we share yeah in this world yeah absolutely and you know the thing about nursing and things like that is yeah a lot of the time we see people at their worst and they're vulnerable and things like that and what an amazing part of my job is which I really love to see is when I actually do take care of someone that's you know, really quite unwell and I look after them, you know, for a few days and things like that. And then they slowly get better. And then you see them from when they first come in and then when they get discharged and they're, you know, well, and, you know, they're walking out of the hospital and things like that. And it's, you know, I've sort of had a hand in, you know, sort of, you know, healing them and, um, you know, sort of making them better along with the medical team. And, you know, it's a collaborative, it's always a collaborative um, approach and things like that, but, yeah just to have the you know hand in just seeing that progress you know that's you know one of the most rewarding things Mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing it's amazing to see people go through a transformation um that journey and holding space for them whilst they are going through that transformation and especially in such a vulnerable space as a hospital yes no where you are putting your hands or you putting yourself in the hands of a medical team Um, and I I absolutely love you know being in a space where you feel nurtured where you feel looked Mm -hmm. after especially in a hospital environment um absolutely that's what you want isn't it you You want (laughs) a nurse who's compassionate (laughs) and caring Yeah. yeah absolutely I'm definitely not good with hospitals. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody is very good with hospitals, no. to be honest. And the dentist, that's probably, yeah, that's definitely, the dentist is yeah up there on the list of don't go to dentist. But anyway, <laughs> that's a talk for another day. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's one so, of those things, yeah, where um, with being empathetic and caring and compassionate and things like that, as far as nurses, which we are. And then there's always that flip side of it as well. When, you know, that empath side and things like that. And that's where, if we don't look after ourselves and we, you know, don't exhibit those self care, that's when we can get burnout and um, fatigue and and all those kind of uh, things set in. Um, yeah, if we don't adopt, you know, some principles that we're going to be talking about um, yeah. today. And so this very, this very is important. key, right? This is key. So mm-hmm. people in, you know, nursing profession, what, whichever profession you are, wherever mm-hmm. you're working in, it's important to have those practices, to have the tools, yeah. to be able to really um, facilitate or help yourself, you know, and it always comes back to the self filling your own cup first yeah. and then being able to help others. Yeah. So that brings us to our talk today, which is about breath work and how breath work or, you know, tell us a little bit more about your experience with breath work. How did you get onto it? Yeah. And then what happened when you stepped into using breath work as one of your practices? Breath work for me is, yeah, it has completely changed my life. And but until about three years ago, I hadn't even heard of it. I had no idea. I didn't even know it existed. And um, it was what it's one of those things where usually when you make a really major change in your life, it's usually as a result of some sort of something that's happened, like some sort of major impactful event. And for me, that was what it was too. My father passed away. He had pancreatic cancer and um he passed away. And then that six months after that, like I ended up being in a massive deep depression and grief process and things like that even to the point of I didn't even know if I really wanted to be here anymore there was I just didn't see a purpose there was just 
like I'd lost my family, so to speak. And I just, I had, didn't know where to turn to. I was completely lost. And even up until that point, like I never really had a spiritual bone in my body as I sometimes tell people is that, yeah, like even, you know, my father used to say, you know, you're getting too stressed out, go meditate, go do this, go do that and things like that. Because, you know, the last few years of his life, he really adopted, you know, a lot of these practices and things like that. And of course me, not listening to a lot of what he's saying. I just used to roll my eyes and go, no, that's just not for me. Um, and I find it interesting now how now that's the path that I've taken, but you know, that's another story. But um, yeah, I was just, I didn't know where to turn. Like there was just, I just, yeah, it was just, I absolutely just um, thought, you know, this is it. This is my life. You know, maybe I should just check out. And then I remember I was then thinking there's got to be something else out there that's just bigger than me. I didn't know what. And I, for some reason, I all, all of a sudden just started Googling like um, spiritual accounts, you know, on Instagram and, you know, people to follow and not, not even knowing what I was actually looking for. And then I came across a Instagram post that was change your breath, change your life. And I just, there was something in that photo and in that description, even now when I talk about this, like I can feel the hairs on my um, forearm standing up. Um, so I messaged the um, the man that um, was in the post because he was a breathwork instructor and I couldn't attend the breathwork session that was advertised, but I said, when's there another one? And then I somehow ended up telling him a little bit more about my story. I had no idea who this person was, but I just, for some reason, the universe just told me to you know share you know that I was struggling and things like that and uh, he said um maybe there's a few other things I can help you with so we'll you know organize a discovery call so I spoke to him two days later and what I thought was going to be a five ten minute conversation ended up being a hour coaching call um and then about two days after that I ended up slowly coming out of this depressive state I started eating better I started exercising I had a bit more you know happiness about me I had a bit more vision as far as a sort of looking a little bit more into the future and I yeah it was something in my brain had just whether or not he kind of knew the right questions to ask me that kind of just triggered a few things but it was that was a moment that completely changed completely changed my life and I you know this um instructor Trey Williams who now I've um actually started working with but I'll get I'll get to that a bit later but um I attended a breathwork session about a month later it was it wasn't like I started with because I really didn't know that much about breathwork all I know I had to go to that session and it was a transformational lay down, circular breathing, had no idea what to expect. Uh, and it, yeah, it wasn't like I just started with a little bit of calming nervous system breaths. Yeah, I went straight in. Got, I just jumped into the deep end and I nearly pulled out of that um, workshop, but I thought, no, something telling me to go. And I, me trying to control things, sort of <laughs> researched it beforehand and um you know what it was about and things like that and how other people's experience was 
And I, it was interesting. I had two fears going into my first breathwork session. Either I wasn't going to get anything out of it or I was going to lose control of my emotions and I um, didn't want to do that in public space. But all of that aside, I still, you know, went. And um, it's, it was, yeah, that was the absolute, that night was the absolute catalyst for everything that's happened in the, the last three years. And um, the circular breathing, the, it was, you know, doing this for an hour. So it was just really inhaling all this oxygen for a good hour. It just, I'd never really experienced anything like it as far as, um, you know, what it was going to do to my body, how I was going to feel with it. And like, I'd never really had any kind of spiritual experience at that point. And, and even in that first breath session, I felt so held, so, um, so held and so loved. And I even had some visions of my parents come through and it was something I'd never experienced before. And it just gave me that such sense of, calm and it started triggering some of my past traumas and things like that that I um that was like the catalyst for me to start working on and it was just I came out of the experience going whoa and it's like it was like I need to do more of this and this is a time this is this is basically the start of me what needing to work on and start coming to terms with a lot of stuff from my past so I can actually move on. Mm. Wow, what a beautiful story. And I love how the universe sent you these little golden nuggets, the synchronicities yeah. to get you to where you could get that help. Yeah. And it's often, I find it's often when, you know, people in that real deep, when we're in that real deep trauma state. Yeah where we feel like there is no way out. There's always a way out. For those of you that's listening, there's always a way out, okay? When, you, when you're in that state where you cannot see the way out, right? That's when that, and it's not an energy of desperation. It's a call for help. It's mm -hmm. a frequency that you send out, say, I've had enough of this. Mm don't want to do this anymore I, I need mm. something that's going to help me lift this out or up yeah. or change or something but that yeah. choice starts with you yeah and so breath work was definitely the catalyst for change for you you know yes. obviously meeting Trey yeah. and yes. obviously then being able to do his his class yeah and I feel Breath work is something, breath is something that we've always had. <laughs> it's not something that is new to humanity. And I remember as a young girl, even as a child, whenever we are nervous or we feel anxious, what do we do? We hold the breath, yes. right? Yes. So that cuts off the flow of energy, cuts off mm -hmm. obviously our breath. And um, we start creating oh, a cortisol. We have an mm. influx of cortisol, a cortisol response, right? Which is the stress hormone. So the breath helps calm the nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system. And you might want to speak into this a little bit more because you know a little bit more about that. But it also helps to calm the alchemical 
or not calm, it helps change the alchemy in the body. Yeah, it helps calm the response, the stress response, and helps change the alchemy in the body. It helps you access higher, the void as such, right? So where we step into the void, where all is available and all is possible for us. But in terms of the benefits of breath work that you found, talk to us a little bit more about the benefits of breath work, what you found that was happening to your physical body to your mental emotional state um, and what it was doing to your nervous system definitely um you know with breath work and things like that yeah absolutely as you were saying it changes the ph of your blood and it uh your body becomes a lot more alkaline uh, rather than being acidic and it's um for me personally initially I know my first, I did that first initial breath session and then I did a, a couple one-on-one breath sessions because I wanted to just learn the breath technique and I wasn't quite comfortable sort of going back into that class. So I did a couple of one-on-ones, which is probably the, that was the best thing that I did to start my journey. And what I found physically, because uh, as we know, there's different types of breath work. But for me, I started with the um, circular lay down uh, breathing uh, rather than just the calming nervous system breaths. And for me, it was, as far as my body goes, it's, it's interesting because having all this stored energy and emotion and things like that from my past and past traumas and abuse and things like that it's what it did is breathing all that energy and all that prana in in um when it comes to energy and different vibrations of the body and things like that when it comes to uh, emotions of sort of anger shame frustration they're low vibrational energies so what happens is when we breathe in all this energy and prana and things like that we're actually going to knock out a lot of the lower uh, vibrating emotions and that's just going to cause a bit of shift of energy and things like that and I found after that second breath session uh to be honest like I actually um after it actually felt really quite unwell because that was the first time I'd actually really started to shift a lot of this uh these stuck emotions and things like that that had now started coming to the surface because as we know when it comes to disease and things like that which I've learned through my journey is that the body that's the last place that it manifests it it starts long before that it gets to our physical body because we've got our physical body our emotional body our mental body um our spiritual body and things like that and I I remember I was sick for about four or five days after it I was nauseated I was really tired I was irritable it really it really as far as my nervous system goes it really jump-started it and it really just um I'm not right the word is but it just started shifting a lot of things that had been stuck there for so so long and once I started doing more breath work and things like that, it always, always stabilizes. Um, you know, I've never really met anyone and 
that I've done breath work through and breath work journeys and things like that. No matter what's going on in your life and what you're using the breath for, even if you do feel a little bit funny, you always do. The nervous system will always stabilize. And that in itself, and then I start and then I started to once the physicality of the emotions started being unstuck. And that's when I could dig that a little bit deeper in actually kind of acknowledging what was the core root of um, what I was trying to avoid, what I was trying to um, not acknowledge and things like that. And for me, the trauma release was the absolute game changer and that's what's changed my life um, in Mm. being able to really let go and I guess surrendering too and trusting that's a big thing that's something I've struggled with over the years and things like that is really trusting the process and I used to get told that a lot is just you know trust the process and you know everything will work out and I'd always want things to be different to what they were and things like that and that's what this breathwork journey has really taught me is absolutely is to the more that you trust and surrender to the process and things like that, then you are going to, and then that's going to create a lesser resistance because the more resistance you have, then you aren't really going to be able to unlock these blocks and uh, what's, what's stopping you from, you know, moving forward, so to speak. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Trust and surrender. And this is the thing with, I, with, I think that, a lot of people, the misconception that we have to go into um, an altered state mm. um, where, you know, we're in that space. These these different, like you said, these different breathwork types. Mm. You have the more gentle somatic type breathwork, okay, that is really gentle on the nervous system that's not pushing you really past that limit of okay I'm now diving deep and any healing journey that you go on is a journey of releasing the stuckness of the energy or the energies that's you know creating the emotional charges and all of Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff the traumas the patterning that has to happen before the space right we're making space so breathwork is a really amazing practice and tool to be able to create space and then I've been in many different situations where I've done and experienced many different breath works. Mm. Um, and even through just a gentle breath work session, I've had an incredible shift yeah. of energy or expansion within my own body. So yeah. we don't always have to go into that real true circular breath, breathing through the mouth, you know, breathing in through the mouth, breathing out through the mouth, mm. kind of the circular breath. However, that is especially, I feel, for deep stuck trauma, mm. okay, where there is a deep trauma response. And I remember, and I'll share a story, I remember going to this breathwork session and I was feeling pretty good. I was like, you know, there was, I was having a good day. And I went into this breathwork session with no expectations and it was a circular breathwork session. And I remember about halfway going, something is coming up 
something mm-hmm. huge is coming up because you can feel it in your body, right? Mm-hmm. There's, it's this unearthing of stuck energy. Um, and the more you breathe, the more the prana, the flow of energy pushes and unearths and releases all of that stuck energy. And I was lying there and I was like, oh my gosh, I know too many people in this group. I don't feel like I can really just let myself go and let myself release through this breath work. <laughs> I'm, that My soul was not having any of that. that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ended up literally having the biggest cry and release from something that came from I didn't even know where, right? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't have to know what it was. The emotion was something, it was like despair. It was yeah. that kind of emotion that came up. And the remembrance of it was, you know, is still activating in my body, that remembrance of that release. And it completely recalibrated my whole body system. Mm. And I remember almost feeling in shock afterwards. Mm. Like, what the heck just happened? What just happened? I was feeling great. Now I'm feeling Mm. good, but holy moly. And these practices, any practice that we do, we can go as deep as we want to, or we can go as, you know, calm or flowy Mm. or whatever you want to. It doesn't always have to be a big bang for you to experience change and and, um, transformation Mm -hmm. and for you to bring in light into your body, okay? Movement, and this is the thing about energy. Energy is flowing, right? Energy Mm -hmm. is moving constantly. So, and I mentioned this in our talk yesterday, when there is stuckness, it means that, like you said, it's been manifesting there for many, 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 many lives, or mm-hmm. perhaps in this lifetime over many years. Yeah. So by the time it's stuck and it's manifested itself, that's dis-ease, discomfort, incongruency. That's what happens. And so the breath of life, then this is what I call it, the breath of life, then allows us to breathe life back into our bodies and into our being. And, you know, the benefits of this on our organs, we are massaging our organs. It's like the yogic um, principles, you know, with yoga, that when you, you're doing yoga, you're massaging the organs, you are lengthening the body. So the same with breath, you're lengthening the body, you're expanding. And the chest is all about expansion. Our ribs are all about expansion. So when we're expanding the ribs and breathing and breathing out it allows us to expand move into a deeper or higher evolutionary state of being mm. which is profound um and then i remember afterwards after this breathwork session i went through a period of death and rebirthing mm. a death and rebirthing cycle because that's how it happens like now those onion layers have been peeled away and it's like oh my gosh these stuff I've got to deal with that Mm -hmm. trauma is now it's been released it's open it's like an open wound what do you do with it now now you can choose to put a plaster over it and hope it goes away or you can choose to really dive deep uh, dive deep into that wounding and start empowering yourself through that okay instead of letting it fester 
even more. Mm. I agree. Like I 100% agree with everything you said, even though that my breathwork journey did start with more of the circular lay down breaths. But as time has gone on, like I, with the calming nervous system breaths and the more gentler um, breath work, it can be just as impactful and just as powerful as what the circular breathing. And I know the breath work, there's a lot of buzz around it at the moment with the all different kinds of, you know, rebreathing and transformational and shamanic and all these different types of breath journeys and things like that. But sometimes, and also too, what I've found is with the nervous system breaths and being able to control our nervous system, sometimes that's where we need to like start with, with our breathwork journeys, because if you don't, if you've got a nervous system that's in, is in full fight and flight and is just not regulated properly, then doing the big circular breathing and to really activate um, because it does activate a bit more of a sympathetic response and things like that your nervous system is going to get overloaded and not going to be able to handle the um, all the energy and things like that because it's already um, overloaded it's already burnt out and where sometimes where we need to start is actually more regulating our nervous system and calming our nervous system down so that when we do the more bigger trauma release type breath work is that our nervous system is actually going to be able to handle um that that um that work yeah absolutely i remember um so the work that i do in my centora practitioners program is all about scraping away everything that is not mm. serving so that you create space for the work of centora whatever you as a soul your soul gifts and, and your wisdom and everything mm. It's opening your channel mm. to be this for divine flow of your soul gifts and your wisdom to flow through you in a big way. Absolutely. And through that is immense alchemy that happens within the body. And when I talk about immense alchemy, I'm talking about literally the body's chemistry, alchemical yeah. chemistry changing, the physical changing right? Mm -hmm. um, the DNA being upgraded and all of that. And I remember one of my students, she was like the first three months is probably the, the months, the three months that's where all of those trauma triggers happen yeah. and where you deeply and profoundly stepping into your hell yes. Okay. I'm here to do this work. I'm committed mm -hmm. to my journey of healing. Um, it's letting go of all the bullshit and I'm yes. going to put it out there, right? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. Letting go of all the bullshit. And she said to me during those three months, oh, I'm doing breath work to support my nervous system. Mm -hmm. Now, if your nervous system, like you said, is already in fight and flight and already mm -hmm. overloaded and already feeling like, because you're going through trauma, mm -hmm. you have been going through trauma for, for years or have an emotional yeah. response to this trauma the the best thing to do is not to push your nervous system because that is then where you have a healing crisis which is yeah. then what happened to you rach yeah. you went into a healing crisis which is yeah. not a bad thing yeah. it is simply a response of your body going i'm shutting down yeah. i'm now resting i'm now doing me okay yeah. absolutely <laughs> And I'm recalibrating and I'm integrating whatever you've now given me. I need to be able to integrate this because yes. the energy works immediately, right? It's there instantly. Yeah. But the body, the physical body has to 
go through the motions of mm. rest, recalibration and integration. Yeah, absolutely. And that's with breath work and things like that. We don't t- tend to talk about integration as much as I know when we, you know, in the circles of plant medicine and things like that, we talk about integration is very important after medicine and things like that. But integration after breath work is just as important or if not even more because the breath work our breath is more of like kind of a a teacher it teaches us and opens us up and then it's what we do with that what we find after the breath work session is that's where that's where where the real work starts Mm, yeah absolutely so you know if you're doing a breath work session don't go and run a marathon (laughs) Um, (laughs) because it's probably not the best thing for you to do it is about recent integration um spirit before we jumped on this call they talked to me about the alchemy of the brain what happens in terms of the alchemy of the brain so i'm going to this is going to be a bit of a channeling session i'm going to tap into my spirit team and ask them what they wanted to share around that um and they're saying to me that the whole the alchemy of the brain or the, the chemicals in the brain changes when we are accessing higher consciousness, higher frequencies. Um, and what happens is the brain cannot function with lower density frequencies anymore. So it's forcing in a way the brain to, to um, change its chemicals, okay? To be able to then get in, and I'm hearing the word dopamine, Okay, so I'm hearing dopamine. Can you explain what that means to me? Uh, dopamine, it's it's one of those hormones that it's secreted uh, from the brain. It's it gives us that um, that kind of relaxed, warm. It's um, it's it's one of those um, yeah, it's one of those hormones that really once it's secreted, it sort of it really calms down the the nervous system. Okay, great. Thank you for confirming that. So that's what they're saying. We have a dopamine response. It's like an explosion of dopamine in the brain. And then what happens is that then sends signals to the organs and to the connective tissues and to the nervous system, everything, um, to be able to then relax to come into a space of harmony so how amazing is our body so our energy the energy that we are creating because we are through breath work we are creating the energy right and we are um anchoring in the light through that breath work as well is there anything else you want to say about the spirit they say that it, it um ignites the third eye portal so it's like it opens up the third eye so that your psychic senses expand. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have um, an expanded psychic awareness. Mm-hmm. So it's like having cacao or having plant medicine and being yeah. able to go on a journey. And so you access these higher frequencies, you um, access visioning. There is, like you said, you know, meeting of your guides or your soul mm-hmm. guides, your soul team, your spirit guides as well that happen and upgrades so Mm. through this process there is a process of upgrade that's happening um the density cannot exist where there is breath and light so Mm. that is what's happening it's a complete alchemic reversal that's what they are calling it okay so anything else about this 
the cells are completely restored. So the cells are literally like they're showing me old bits of the cells are flaking off and it's like a new cell comes is being you know created under it so the cells are completely restored and renewed um i know that there is in some breath works there's a breath hold mm -hmm. okay where you can hold your breath for a minute or two minutes um and people always go oh well i have enough oxygen yes you've just filled your your whole body with oxygen right and that breath hold is literally moving the oxygen or the energy around the body in a different way. And they're also saying to me is that when you do a breath hold, it's like sparks, it's creating sparks in the brain. Um, electro, it's like electromagnetic sparks, but I don't feel like that's the word spirit. Electromagnetic? they say electromagnetic i'm going to go with electromagnetic okay but it looks like these little blue sparks blue and white sparks that is connecting the the points and i want to say neuro, neurons neurons yeah 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 in the brain sorry i'm listening to what they're saying and trying to make sense of it as well at the same time so it's connecting the neurons in the brain like it's creating little bridges so that's what's happening. Um, anything else? It's also allowing the, the bridge, the higher consciousness bridge between the higher heart and obviously into the higher gateways to open up through the throat. So the throat is the consciousness. That is where we access higher consciousness through that space as well. So it's like they're showing me a bridge of light that is opening up from the higher heart through into the the higher um high, higher gateways and what that's happening is it's then allowing your column of light to open up and for you to bring through light codes and then wash clean your body with light as it comes down as the breath is then transporting that through your body wow amazing um and the the oxygen particles or the particles you know the oxygen that you then bring into your cells it is restoring your blood as well like you said it's like it's washing clean the blood that's what i'm being told as well um feeding the organs you've already said that they're talking about the connective tissue it's like expanding the fascia the connective tissue between the bones as well okay and the fleece that goes over the organs so it's literally working on everything yeah yeah amazing thank you spirit for sharing that i feel like that's all they want to share about that so you can see breathwork is amazing and we have it it's free our breath is free Absolutely. it's something that we can use every day you're walking down the street or you're driving in your car and someone dunks in front of mm. you you know when you have that response or you're going through trauma or whatever use your breath to calm your nervous system to be able to create that dopamine response um you know and calm the the vague or you know the vagus nerve not calm the vagus nerve what am i saying here activate activate the vagus nerve thank you but calm the nervous system yeah. as such yeah so 
Um, I certainly believe that through breathwork, well, I know that through breathwork, I've been able to access a lot of the upgrades yeah. that I've needed to go through. Um, I've also had a Kundalini awakening or a Kundalini response through one of my breathwork sessions, which was like nothing I've ever experienced. Mm. It was like I was birthing a new world through yeah. that Kundalini awakening. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, and if you can imagine, you know, energy, it, it invokes a sensuality and it's like a sexual energy yeah. that's moving through you. Yes. It's bliss energy. It's joyful. It is not something to be afraid of, mm. especially for those people. And I, my husband probably won't like me sharing this, but I'm going to share it anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know. He probably won't be watching this video, but anyway, <laughs> I'll tell him that I've shared it. I remember uh, going to Tony Robbins's six-day event. I've been to to that as well yeah it was amazing it was incredible um and he does breath work every morning like he has his own specific breath work that he does Mm -hmm. and I really wanted to share it with my husband because my husband went through a a really difficult time Mm -hmm. um and I knew that he had some trauma that he had not dealt with and so I said to him let me teach you this let me show you how this works and he did it and he didn't want to do it again because it brought up yeah. so much stuff yeah. for him to face and deal with. Mm. And he's never done it again. Mm. And I feel like if we can push through the fear yeah. of what our practices and tools are bringing up for us, right? At the age or at the end or after that fear, that's where your greatness lies. That's where open spaces, opportunities and possibilities yeah, lie. For you. Absolutely. And it's important when you're feeling that stuff come up to not go, I don't want to feel it. It's mm. like I did, you know, like, oh my gosh, keep, I know all of these people. I don't want to wail and cry and carry on, you know, with people that I know. Mm. Um, but that I didn't know that much or that well so that mm. I wanted to let go in that situation, right? But I did, and I'm glad I did. Mm. And it is about pushing past that fear, pushing past that initial, what the heck is happening here? Um, Yeah, anything you want to share about that? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Like it's that resistance, isn't it? It's it's like that the when you are faced with something that is too painful and things like that like it's because our brain or our brain's function is we want all it wants to do is keep us safe so it doesn't comprehend with um you know anything that's making us feel unsafe doesn't like it um and it just it's I've had many experiences and things like that with breath work where I felt the resistance in my body. Like I've, like it's, I could feel it. Like I could feel, feel things coming up and it's not, I don't want to feel it and things like that. And then you, I kind of, you know, it, and it does, it takes courage and it takes, you know, to put yourself in these situations and, and, and do this work. Cause it's, it's not easy. And, um, and then to be able to push through it and it's that feeling of 
once you know, once you've had that experience of pushing through it and seeing what's on the other side, it's then you can look back on it and then you can sort of look back and think, okay, I'm actually glad that I've done that. I'm glad that's happened. And that was one thing for me out of, you know, my journey over the last couple of years is, yeah, I've breathwork has helped me so much with different types of trauma and abuse and stuff from the past. And I remember when I first started my breathwork journey, I wanted, I remember saying to Trace that I want to get to a point where I, um, where I, the the trauma and the abuse from my childhood it doesn't it doesn't affect me so much anymore, and I'm able to move forward and things like that. And through the breath work and through different breath practices um, and things like that, I've been able to push through a lot of that resistance, a lot of that pain, and I've come out on the other side. And you know, in all honesty, now I can actually look back on my childhood traumas and things like that though yes they're always going to be there but I have for the first time you know I've spent over the last year or so I've completely made peace with what has happened and I'm in a place now where I can actually say I'm actually glad what happened because it's absolutely turned me into the person that I am and it's allowed me to basically be able to help um, other people and it's a, by me sharing my story and my hero's journey it's going to help other people with that are maybe going through similar things and knowing that there is actually and the other side like there is um, light at the end of the tunnel when you go through all these hardships and things like that that yes you no matter what happens you can always get through it and the breath work has done all of that for me and it's you know the the journey it's evolutionary and you know we're, there's always you know we're never going to be 100% problem free trauma free there's always a deeper level and things like that but for me to spend 30 35 years being in that space and then now coming to a space where I'm content and I'm glad, you know, sort of glad that that's happened because this is what I've learned from it and not being the victim is that's been completely life-changing and that's part of my breathwork journey as well. That's the thing is it's life-changing. Yeah. You know, when we go there, when we actually face our shadows and our fears yeah. and we do that through the tools that we have and the practices that we have because these practices are there for a reason right yeah. it's, it's to facilitate change to yeah. help us step into um expansion <clears throat> like you say excuse me it's an evolutionary journey yeah. so if you just sit back and do nothing nothing will change you know if you're happy to do the same thing over and over again um and it is about really going where it's uncomfortable going where there is a slight bit of discomfort and then pushing through the barrier so that you can access your more access yeah. your next level greatness and that's where you can birth new things into being where mm. you access your soul gifts where you yeah. access your abilities right yes. because the the trauma response or the emotional charge that is associated with that trauma is what's blocking you. Yes, so it is. Yeah. It's a charge, isn't it? Once you um, dissipate that charge, then mm. it's not there anymore. 
Yeah, and then you don't even think about it anymore. You, I mean, the experience is still there. Yeah, you you have you hold on to the lessons or yes. the growth, the moments of growth that you've experienced through that, but it's not. It doesn't affect you as much as it used yeah. to, or it doesn't affect you at all because yes. there's no emotional charge associated with yeah. it. Yeah, and um, I love the fact that you talked about you know the body becomes alkaline that's not that's something that I didn't even know mm. and so through our breath our breath is food for yeah. our bodies okay and our breath is food for our organs and everything so we don't necessarily have to even go and buy alkaline water we can simply do breath work mm. and this is the simplicity of it I'm not saying don't go buy alkaline water because <laughs> please do you know it is really good to have alkaline water <laughs> But absolutely, there is simplicity here, mm. right? It's it's available to all of us. Yeah, we can access it. We we don't have to, um, you know, even think about it. We can be driving in the car and yeah. doing some gentle breath work whilst we are, not, you know, instead of road raging, <laughs> um, <laughs> we can, you know, yeah. in everything. And also the breath helps you heal quicker. So what spirit is saying to me now, the breath helps you to heal quicker. Yeah. It feeds your organs. It feeds your body. It actually helps yeah. to flood white blood cells to wounds so that your body can heal quicker. Yeah. Um, so this is something amazing that could be yeah. taught in hospitals, right? Or that could be facilitated in hospitals. Absolutely. You know what? It's part of my sort of what I'm looking at doing is, you know, I've got the holistic side, my breath work, and yes, I'm the nurse as well. I'm actually wanting to bring the medical nursing with the holistic and bring it closer together. And I, you know, it's, and I think there's a place for medical and intervention and things like that but absolutely there is I think there is a greater there's also a really great place for holistic um, modalities and things as well and I've I've started doing a little bit of teaching a little bit of breath work to some of my patients when they've said that they're stressed out or they're what they're um with what's going on and things like that with their uh, management and things like that. And it's interesting because I've taught a couple little techniques and I've watched them. Like I, for example, like a, a four, eight breath. So you breathe in for a count of four and then you breathe out for eight. So the exhale is longer than the inhale. And what that does, that instantly activates the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve sort of, which goes from the brain all the way down to the, the, the gut. And what that does that, gets the body out of fight and flight mode instantly and activates that parasympathetic nervous system so that rest and digest and and the parasympathetic nervous system by reducing a blood pressure by reducing a heart rate and just by doing that for a couple of breaths and for 30 seconds to a minute i've actually because i work in cardiac ward so we've got monitors i've actually as they're doing that breath i can actually see their heart rate actually reducing by about five or ten beats per mm -hmm. minute as they're you know doing the breaths and and then they've commented on that they feel a little bit calmer and feel like they've um got a little bit more focus in there you know they're not in their head so much and absolutely I think teaching a little bit of breath work with our patients but also too with our 
um, colleagues. I mean, not just within nursing, but just in the work environment as well. And um, being able to have those as, you know, those, as we talked about earlier, the those self-care tools and things like that. And because that's the thing about breath work is when we're stressed and, and everything like that, we, which I'm guilty of it, we tend to breathe in the top part of our lungs. And when we're doing our, because we, we breathe automatically, that's how we stay alive, but it's those conscious breaths that where we are um, consciously doing our breaths, where we actually can take a full deep breath in from the lower part of our lungs all the way up to the, the top part of our lungs. Um, that's when um, we're, we're able to that's sort of where the, you know, the magic happens and things like that. And we're able to really, you know, calm ourselves down. And it's, yeah, it's, I've done breath work, you know, I've at work, it, I've gone, it, sometimes I've gone into the toilet and where I've <laughs> for like a couple of minutes and gone to, to just sort of, you know, try and calm down a little bit. And yeah, absolutely. As long as you're not breathing while you're like, you're doing these big breaths when you're, when you're actually driving, but if you're stuck in traffic yeah. and things like that, absolutely doing just a couple of um, calming breaths or even that box breathing of breathing in for four counts, holding the breath for four and then out for four and then holding it. Because what happens is that when you're breathing, if you're counting the breathing, then you're not thinking about anything else. So that's, you know, you sort of get yourself out of that monkey mind and it, and it really, they, these calming breaths and these nervous system breaths, they're so effective and they can be so underrated i know that we yeah we as we said before the the big circular breaths and things like that gets a lot of focus but the calming nervous system breaths i think are just as life-changing and transformational as the, the big deep breathing yeah and if if people are finding it difficult to do breathing what is a really good practice is to put some music on mm. Um, and to let the music guide your breath as well or you know breathe to the music as such I find that I go into a much deeper journey when I do actually breathe with music and um, sometimes I feel like really really going deep and then it'll be like quite um, you know shamanic kind of um, drumming music where I really want to go deep and I connect yeah. with my guides and in a different way and I get my upgrades and, and all of that, that kind of stuff that happens and then sometimes I just want a, a gentle breathing and then it'll be gentle piano music or yeah. rain music or something like that so definitely use some music um, to guide your breath and to you know calm the nervous system because music frequency we're working with frequency yeah. here right we're working with the um the body's frequency retuning or fine-tuning recalibrating the body and that's what's happening so when we're working with the music in co-creation with the music we have a different experience than what we would just have if we are just breathing as such as well um and what and if I, um yeah, go for it. What I was going to say, what I find with, especially if you're new to breath work and things like that, you don't, we don't have, you don't have to do a breath, you know, a breath set that's 30, 40, 60 minutes, even just five minutes, you know, five or 10 minutes. Uh, first thing when you wake up in the morning and things like that. And that's when we, you know, start talking about morning rituals and things like that. 
can be just enough to absolutely just, you know, restart, you know, re, just, you know, restart the day and to give you that clarity for what's what you've got ahead, whether or not you've got meetings or you've got family or you've, you know, got some stressful situation coming up. And then it gives you a chance to, yeah, calm that um, nervous system down, even just a few minutes in the morning with some uh, music and or different other types of you can uh, use mantras as well or there's um, just even um, a bit of meditation and things as well first thing you know sort of as well which is I remember when I first started I could barely meditate for five minutes because I just was lying on the couch and I was checking my clock every two minutes like it's five minutes <laughs> up yet it's five minutes up yet so I, yeah, I definitely recommend just starting, you know, if you're really new to breath work and you want to get started, but you just got no idea where to start, start with, yeah, just a couple of minutes, five minutes, um, and, and then sort of build up on that. And then it just doesn't seem more, you know, as daunting. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And just make a start, experience it for yourself. Um, I started facilitating Centora Breath of Light. So this is, um, a different way of breathing, also using movement in the body at the mm -hmm. same time as what you're breathing. And then Centora takes you on a journey. So it's the bridge between mm -hmm. realms and worlds and dimensions. So it takes you on a journey and it's profound healing that happens through the Centora breath of light. And basically the principle of it is that you're breathing in light. You mm. opening, you blasting your column of light open, and you breathing in light from top, from top and bottom, and you are feeding your body and your cells mm. with light through your breath. So this is what I am facilitating and what I am teaching, um, and this is something that Spirit wants me to step into actually teaching mm. other people how to facilitate this. So. Yeah. Um, as part of my work so I'm excited about it excited about where it's it's going to take people um, and I remember and I want to share the story before we go today I remember being in a breathwork session with a soul sister yeah. and I've written about this in one of my chapters um, actually in the warriors of light chapter the book that I just released recently and in this breathwork session, I went in there with no expectations. Again, it's like, they, you know, they wham, smack, bam. <laughs> it just happens when I least expect it. Um, and I started journeying, visioning, and I saw this old man in, standing in front of me, but beautiful skin, pure skin. And I asked, who are you? And he said, I am you and you are me. And I remember going, uh, it was so unexpected. And I kept on asking. My human didn't want to understand. My soul not knew what was happening. Mm -hmm. And anyway, I kept on asking, got the same answer. And I was still breathing throughout this whole process. But it was like I was watching a movie playing out in front of me. And eventually, this old man, his eyes went ablaze. And he turned into a dragon which is my seraphim dragon and he swooped down and it was the most incredible experience. And I remember the group was still breathing and I kind of came back and I stopped breathing and I just lay there going, what just happened? 
and they showed me this torch or hold, I held a torch and there were several other beings that were holding torches down to the earth that yeah. were all facilitating and, and being an, of assistance to humanity. Yeah. And they said to me, you are the torch bearer. And this is, that was the catalyst to me stepping into my work with Centora, my work with the Centora Breath of Light. Um, and the more I work with Centora, the more these little bits and pieces that get added to it. So the Breath of Light, I believe, is another modality or another way of breathing, but also accessing, you know, different types of, of energies, different frequencies of healing yourself, calming the nervous system, and it helps and it happens instantly. Mm. So the experience that people have been having through doing Centora Breath of Light has literally blown me away. No so I'm very way. excited to be bringing this work through. And I know that there's many other different types of breath work. There's somatic breath work. I call my breath work conscious breath work. It is mm. a conscious breath work. Um, there is, um, what's the other one? Obviously the circular breath work. Then shamanic. The shamanic breath work. Yes. So there's many different, there's enriched breath work, which is one of my um, amazing, beautiful friends. He does enriched breath work. So there's many different types. Yeah. Ultimately, it comes down to what does that create? What transformation does that create for you? What change yeah. does that bring for you? And how can this beautiful way of being and breathing, how can it facilitate um, healing? and transformation for our world yeah. um, in a big way and like I said our breath is free so we yeah. can do it anywhere <laughs> absolutely it's almost like when we when we're healing ourselves that's when we also start healing our ancestors and our lineage and things like that and it all just starts with us because when it comes to energy and things like that it's yes we not mm. only heal ourselves but we can heal past generations and, and things as well yeah, absolutely. So I'm just looking at the comments. We've had some people on here. Carol Vickerman says she um, she is a caregiver and she can relate to all that we said. Yeah. Um, Craig is saying hi. Veronica Rawlinson is saying she would love to learn more about breathwork. So yeah. for the, like, I, like we said, for those that's just starting out with breathwork, start with the eight breath. It is yeah. a really magical. It's the infinite breath. I call it the infinite breath. Mm. Um, where you breathe in to where you can breathe and then you breathe out and you lengthen that breath mm. like you really squeeze all of the air out of your tummy okay and then you have a slight hold and then you mm. breathe in naturally again and it, it mustn't be it must be rhythmic so mm. it's not like you know that kind of no, thing no, it's just, it just rhythmic. Flows. Yeah. yeah flows beautifully um Michelle is saying, my gosh, that sounds amazing. It <laughs> so is amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that brings us to the end of our talk. Is there anything else that you want to share, um, Rach, about breathwork or maybe just some parting golden nuggets of wisdom that you want to share? Uh, oh, nuggets of wisdom. Um, I just, I think that, you know, breathwork is... I, you know, it's one of those modalities and things like that, that I'm really hoping that's going to end up just being a part of people's lives, like 
um, you know, brushing their teeth or, you know, making their bed and things like that. It's, um, mm. it's, yeah, breath work is, you know, it's, as we said, it's, you know, it's free. We, we breathe automatically, but when we're choosing to do conscious breaths, it can change our whole mindset it changes our but as we've talked about changes our biochemistry it changes our um our physical it changes our emotional and it just through breath work we can actually create the life that we want like we mm. can we can get rid of these blocks and these limiting beliefs that are holding us back from pursuing the life that we want and through uh, breathwork coaching and programs and things like that that yeah absolutely we you know it's a really about just you know empowering ourselves and what I've realized you know through my journey and things like that that everything that we need is already within us it's mm-hmm. there's nothing that we need to get from the external I've spent a lifetime thinking that that I need everything from everything else outside of myself but everything all the answers everything that we need is always within us and it's about using our breath and opening up our heart and because the heart space is basically the portal of it's basically the portal of our you know whole existence and things like that and listening to our hearts and you know we you know do that through the breath and we you know do it so well through it so um yeah I you know um yeah I just speechless because you know I'm so passionate about this and I you know I take it very seriously as well like um I as far as when I take groups through or clients through and things like that like I you know am very conscious of um you know the the clients and what they want to get out of it and the um you know safety and holding space and things like that to make it a safe environment and yeah when you create that kind of bubble and safe environment you know you really can you know affect you know change in people's lives and and things and if people want to learn more about it as well we're actually Trey Williams who is has been my mentor and he's the one that I started the breath work through he's um running a new breathwork um, teacher training. So if people want to uh, learn these breathwork techniques of calming the nervous system and circular breathing and things as well. And the course is really awesome in the fact that you kind of go through your own hero's journey and transformational journey throughout the course. And then also to you get the tool to be able to help other people as well. So that's starting mm-hmm. at the end of September. So if people are interested, they can... Um, Mm, beautiful yeah get in touch with Rach about that if you want to find out more about that as well amazing yeah I um I'm seeing so many people step into breathwork teacher training and it's because it is such an incredible way of um, facilitating change for people as well you know and and um, for themselves, it's like you say, you go on your own hero's journey first, mm. you scrape away whatever needs to be yeah. scraped away, um, come into deeper understanding of who you are and yourself mm. and your own healing and your yeah. own capabilities. And then you move into a space of facilitating 
yeah. and holding space for others, right? And I think it's so important because, you know, we talked earlier on about it being in the hospitals, but I feel that this is such an important modality or a practice that can be shared in school environments as yeah, well. Absolutely. And, you know, within any, really any environment, but especially our children, yeah. teaching our children to calm their nervous system through their yeah. breath. I remember from young telling my children when I see they get a bit upset, take a nice deep breath yeah. in or, you know, putting your arms up and lengthening yeah. the body also and opening up the chest in that way. I remember always saying to them, just calm yourself, mm. calm your nervous system through your breath. And so we naturally do that as mamas for our yeah. children. So why would that not continue in the school environment? And yeah. why my son is writing NCA exams next week and he's stressing, you know, you can yeah. see he's stressed about it. So being able to help him help himself through the process of breathing in deeply and also at the yeah. end because you go through the process of writing your exams or you know stressing yes. at school and there is conflict with relationships and mm. um, peer pressure and all of that yeah. being able to come home at night that's where I where I do my breath work my meditation that's mm. my non-negotiable time mm. and doing your eight breath or doing your breath work before you go to bed you have so much of a better sleep as well yeah. um, and you're not going into or starting your next day with all of that nervousness and emotional charge that you didn't release the night before yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i agree about getting this um these modalities and things like that into some high you know school and even primary school and things like that little bits and pieces here and there and things like that can really yeah. make a huge difference in the you know development as they um get older yeah and the development of the brain because yes. remember this is what spirit was saying you know yes. it changes the alchemy of the brain so if you're just jumping on and starting to watch this video please go back rewind <laughs> um and watch you know um from the start because there is so much amazing information on this this talk today and you know what spirit channeled about how it affects or yeah. how it changes the brain as well so thank you, Rach, so much for your wisdom and for being on this talk. It was amazing. Um, I will be sharing more about the Centaur Breath of Light, which is also going to be teacher or facilitator training that's going to come out. If you want to speak to Rach about what Trey Williams is doing, there's so many different teachers out there. Mm -hmm. Find someone that you resonate yeah. with. Find that's someone that, you, that speaks to you. And um and then allow yourself to expand through your learnings and grow in that way and help yourself as well, because it's ultimately first ourself and then we hold space for other people. <laughs> but thank you so much. I just no want to worries. see if there's any more comments. Um, so Carol saying thank you, Natalie and Rach. This session has been very beneficial for me. And now I will try breath work, which I have been resisting. Amazing. Yay. And yay. <laughs> We've converted one person. Um, <laughs> healing the lineage, Michelle says. And yes, it's so beneficial for children. Amazing. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank until you we so speak much. again, you're welcome. <laughs> until we speak again, have a beautiful day, everybody. Much love from my heart to yours. Bye.